Novel Open Audio, the podcast that connects the Novel user community with what's going on inside and around the Novel universe. Welcome to Novel Open Audio. I'm your host, Aaron Quill. And I'm Tom Crabb. And today on the phone, we have John Stedek, and we've asked John to come in here and talk to us about intelligent workload management. Good afternoon, John. Hi, guys. Great to be here. Great to have you back on the show. I know we've had you on the show several times before. Yeah, it's good to be joining you guys again. We recently made an announcement about intelligent workload management, and I really wanted to get you on the phone, John, to kind of give us a good overview of what intelligent workload management is and what this thing really means. So can you start out just with kind of a high-level overview of what intelligent workload is? Sure, yeah, I'd be happy to. So really, if you look at the way that the data center is evolving today, you really get faced with multiple challenges. One is that you've got all sorts of dynamic technologies that you can make use of, whether you're running your workloads in a physical environment or a virtual environment, being able to move it out to the cloud. So you have all sorts of options available to you as to where you can run your workloads and be able to move them around very quickly and adjust levels and consume different resources and scale to meet demand. However, the challenge with that is that you need to be able to control it all. And how can you make sure that you have the right policies in place and the right compliance in place to make sure that you are still running a very safe and effective compute environment? And really what intelligent workload management seeks to do is actually find the right balance between that dynamic environment and the right level of control and policy capabilities to be able to help you effectively manage your environment. What exactly is a workload? So a workload for us is the operating system and application component that runs on a server environment. So typically in a physical environment, you're going to see uh, one workload running on one physical machine. People will typically refer, oh, that's my SQL server over there. It's one piece of hardware. It's an operating system, and it has a database running on it, or that's my Apache server. The workload itself is really the software layer being the operating system and the application. Maybe there's a middleware that might be in there, depending what type of application it is. So in a physical world, you've got one workload running on one physical machine. In a virtual world, you've got multiple workloads running on one physical machine. And in the cloud, you've got a whole bunch of workloads running together in a cloud environment. So a workload is really a decoupled operating system and application from that actual physical hardware or virtual layer that it's sitting on? Yeah, that's exactly the right way to think about it. And you can take it then one step further where the workload itself um, is really sort of that decent unit of computing capabilities where it's providing a database service or a web server or some sort of business application. But typically in today's enterprise environments, an application will span across multiple workloads. So those multiple workloads running together actually create what we would call a business service. Oh, so is that the idea that you're really talking about maybe a database backend, one or two servers running that database backend, maybe some additional middleware and whatever the UI is produced on? Yeah, that would be your classic three-tier application or three-tier business service. And you can even scale that out to 100 server web farms to actually make up a full business service. Okay, now we're starting to see people do sort of things like this already. We've already seen people moving from purely physical machines over to this kind of hybrid in between some of the machines and some of the layers running on hardware and some of them running on virtual machines. What's the intelligence? Sure. Well, the intelligence is all about then making smart choices as to how you're consuming your resources. So it's about not only consuming your resources in a smart way, but then also making intelligent choices as to how you allocate access and how you actually provide the right level of access to different people. So 
It's about putting the right policies in place to be able to make sure that the workloads that you want to run get access to the right resources in the right place that meets a predefined policy. Okay, so when you say policy, what exactly does that mean? I've seen some of the demos before where you can drag virtual machines from one virtual host to another virtual host, or even from one physical machine to one virtual machine. How does policy fit in with that? Right, so as computing evolves and you get this much more dynamic environment, instead of users wanting to manually say, okay, I want this workload to run here and I want this workload to run here, the system itself or the software can start to determine where workloads run. And you can start to see that as a fairly common piece of functionality now in a lot of hypervisors and a lot of virtualization technologies is that the hypervisors themselves working in sort of a clustered environment will move that workload around depending on the resource needs of that workload and depending on the resources allocated to those workloads. But just having the technology determine, uh, determining where you want those workloads to run based on resource needs, that really doesn't go far enough. You need to start to be able to define more sophisticated business policies that can make sure that workloads are running and still in a compliant fashion. So making sure that two workloads that can't run beside each other for a compliance point of view don't actually run beside each other. So it's not just about the technical nuts and bolts about how much resources something is consuming. It's also about being able to make sure that you're still staying compliant as your workloads start to zip around all over your data center, or for that matter, even in and out of your data center as maybe they burst out to an external cloud. Now, when you say compliance, are you referring to like government regulations and things like that? Yeah, that's one aspect of compliance. So making sure that you're hitting all the right HIPAA or SOX compliance as to where workloads run or PCI making sure that you have the workloads not running on the same type of system, and also just your own internal compliance policies. Maybe you want to have workloads running across separate servers in the data center that are attached to different power grids. So I say this workload that's part of a business service and the other workload that's part of the same business service, I don't want those running on the same power supply grid in my data center. So it's about being able to provide that higher level business policy about where workloads can actually run in the data center. John, when you talk about all the policies and things you can associate with the workload, are they actually stored with the workload or stored in a directory, or how is all that policy meted out? Today, those policies are stored externally from the workload, so it's sort of an overarching system that can watch where the workloads are and start to describe those policies that will affect the workloads. Over time, as we talk about making workloads more intelligent, the workload itself can have the capability to actually store its own policy and publish its policies here's what I am allowed to do, so let me do what I want to do. And that's sort of one of the future visions that we see about making workloads even more intelligent themselves. Which seems critical as IT professionals look to move more workloads outside of their four walls. Like you're saying, if that policy doesn't run with the workload, then there's no way to enforce that policy once it leaves your four walls. Exactly, yeah. So it's important to sort of combine that together. So where you have this really smart workload, which is really the workload in the classic definition, as I used before, but an intelligent workload is then once it gets bundled with its own policies and its own description of what it can do. John, real quick, can you just give us a description? Tom just mentioned moving a workload outside of your four walls. Can you give him kind of a real-world example of what we really mean by that? In the emerging space of cloud computing, we talk about sort of these three different layers of cloud computing. At the highest level, you have software as a service, you know, companies like Salesforce.com, for example. At the next layer down, you have many companies starting to create platform as a service offerings, whether that's Microsoft Azure or Google App Engine or even Salesforce.com has their own Force.com. Platform as a service is a piece where a customer can actually build an application on top of that cloud provider's platform infrastructure. So you're actually writing code 
that leverages that provider's infrastructure. Then the third layer is infrastructure as a service, which is essentially the ability to deploy out a workload. It can be any type of generic workload, an operating system with an application bundled in it, and deploy it out and run it in an environment in a fairly on-demand fashion. Sometimes you'll hear people refer to it as an external infrastructure as a service cloud. Other people are creating private or internal clouds, so they're taking virtualization technology and creating an internal cloud. So when we talk about moving workloads outside of the four walls, what we're really talking about is taking a workload, and typically it would run inside your own data center. It's taking it and then streaming it out, so now it can run outside your data center in a public or a semi-private cloud outside of your four walls. So that would be similar to like moving a workload out to actually run on uh, Amazon's hosted service. Yeah, exactly. But don't you run into a huge security hole? Earlier, we were talking about a HIPAA application. If I move a HIPAA-compliant application outside of my firewall, I'd lose a lot of control and a lot of security on that. How can I do that? That's exactly where we talk about intelligent workload management. If that workload itself needs to fall under HIPAA compliance, maybe running that workload in the external cloud is not the place for it to be. So you better be able to have the policy that can describe, hey, this workload can't run out there, so don't go put it out there. Whereas maybe I've got some internal applications or maybe there's an internal teaming site, which I could push to the external cloud because I want to reduce the resource consumption in my data center. So I'm happy to allow my policy to push that system out there. Oh, so if we get a spike in that system that's running the HIPAA compliant application and it needs more resources rather than moving external, it can, in effect, bump a lower security service out to that hosted environment, right? That could definitely be an option, yeah. When we're talking about HIPAA, or Sarbanes-Oxley, or some of these regulations that are imposed upon businesses, oftentimes they have to pass auditing requirements of that sort. And when we say workload, a lot of times you tend to focus on a plate spin type definition of workload. sounds like we're going to have to leverage a lot of the identity and security technology as well, such as the compliance management, things like that, to actually audit the information and be able to present a report so that you can be compliant with these regulations. Yeah, that's very true. And that's really where we sort of see Novell in a very unique position here. Given the technical assets that we have between our virtualization and workload management suite, as well as our security and compliance product suite, we can really start to put together a very powerful solution that allows you to manage a very dynamic environment and take advantage of that dynamic environment, but then also balances it off with that control and compliance capability. Now, when we keep on talking about these workloads, we really haven't mentioned operating systems and we haven't mentioned virtualization technologies and things like that. Is this pretty agnostic on that front, and we can use a variety of different operating systems and virtualization technologies? Well, that's really part of Novell's vision, right, is to make IT work as one, and we continue to play as a very heterogeneous provider of management solutions. So whether you're using VMware or Xen or Microsoft hypervisors, we attempt to support all of those. Whether you're managing Windows or Linux workloads, we attempt to support all of those as well. Where we do have a unique offering on the Linux side is our appliance program, our SUSE appliance program allowing people to quickly build appliances, which in effect really an appliance is a workload, and allow people to load in all the different components they need and have just enough operating system to be able to run their actual workload. So we have this really diversified portfolio across the management technologies, the security and compliance technologies, as well as this really unique offering around SUSE Studio. John, as we're rolling this out and we get to a state where we're going to be identity managed and kind of pulling things together to present a consolidated view of things, are we planning some sort of a console of sorts like a IBM Tivoli or an HP OpenView? I know several large organizations 
standardized in some of those large systems, but they have a limit. Are we looking at doing something like that, or are we looking at being more heterogeneous and things we can plug into other management utilities? Going along with the theme of making IT work as one, we don't seek to boil the ocean here and create one big, huge framework. We feel that there is an opportunity in the market to be able to provide some interesting functionality that allows people to more effectively manage a very modern and dynamic environment that takes into account both your physical, your virtual, and your external cloud environments. So let me just give you an example of that. One of the products that we've talked about that we're delivering next year is our codename Platespin Atlantic which really seeks to be able to provide a common interface for people to request, provision, and edit workloads and really business services within an internal and external cloud environment. So effectively, Atlantic allows you to build an internal cloud environment out of your virtualized environment and then allows you to be able to also manage external cloud environments that you might have actually have access to. So it's not so much that we're necessarily replacing some of these systems management frameworks but we're providing net new functionality that those management frameworks don't provide. If you still have an HP OpenView monitoring system and you want to embed those monitoring agents in the workloads that you deploy out with Atlantic, sure, by all means, go ahead and do that. What we really seek to do is be able to augment your existing environment to allow you to evolve your data center over time to become a much more dynamic environment. So intelligent workload management isn't really a product, so to speak. It's more of a way of thinking. Yeah, that's right, actually. Really what we started to see throughout the market as people try to manage this much more dynamic environment is that we're seeing this evolution to finding a way to be able to manage this dynamic environment in still doing it in a very compliant fashion. And what we're starting to see emerge now is this new market segment called intelligent workload management, which is about obviously bringing intelligence to the way that you manage your workloads and also creating intelligent workloads to be managed. And we see this really as a market trend that's starting to evolve, and it's Novell's intent to be a key leader in this new emerging space. In fact, you hit on a key point there when you said this is really evolutionary. And because a lot of the things that you're talking about, we actually already have products that can help you achieve that now, correct? This is always a journey, and we've laid out a fairly aggressive roadmap to work through that journey. But there's a number of products today that could start to help you along your path to intelligent workload management. What are some of those products that Novell offers today? Let's take a look maybe if we start from a planning phase. So if we take a look at Platespin Recon, for example. So Platespin Recon allows you to go in and actually understand what's going on in your environment, discover what workloads you have running in your environment, what uh, what underlying resources they're using, and actually plan how you might be able to take yourself from a physical environment and move it into a virtualized environment, building out all different scenarios as to how you can best consolidate your physical environment into a virtualized environment. We actually have Recon for Assessments, which a number of our partners make use of to actually offer professional services assessments around being able to deliver a service to you, which will, you as the data center manager, which will tell you how you can more effectively virtualize your, your data center. So part of intelligence is all about having information, having the right data to make good decisions on. And that's really what Recon seeks to do. And then Place and Recon can even play in an ongoing use within your data center, not just a one-time planning facility, where it can provide data about what's going on in your environment and provide you to make or allow you to make intelligent decisions as to how to optimize your data center in an ongoing fashion. So instead of doing this in real time and zipping workloads around all over the place, which in some cases people are doing, but the future's not quite here yet on that, Recon allows you to have a broader understanding of the overall data center 
and starts to allow you to make the right intelligent decisions as to where to place workloads or different workloads that you may want to, say, even move to the cloud because they're not using a lot of different resources. So that's one product. I made reference to our SUSE Studio, which is a good way to be able to build up small, compact workloads that focus on providing one piece of business functionality. So it's not a big, bulky operating system. It's a very lightweight operating system that is purpose-built for the application that it's actually going to be running on. Another interesting piece of technology that we have is our Novell Cloud Security Services, allowing software as a service providers to actually integrate their user stores into an enterprise user store. So you can have a much more effective authentication capabilities leveraging your enterprise user stores instead of needing to provision users out into a software as a service instance. You can just use your existing user directory. Onto the Platespin side, we have Platespin Migrate, really the leading product to move workloads anywhere in your data center. So if you want to pick workloads up and cross the boundary between physical and virtual, or even move it out in some cases to an external cloud. So really what we're doing today is we have the foundation products that allow you to create a much more dynamic environment, as well as start to provide a little bit more compliance around how you manage that dynamic environment. Then over time, those products start to evolve and our product lines will continue to evolve and grow to be able to come together with a much more unified management capability to really enable true intelligent workload management. That recap of the products you have today sounds great, and the information you gave us about the strategy sounds great as well. But one thing we hear a lot about is cloud, and you see in the trade rags and everywhere you look, cloud here, cloud there. Intelligent workload management and cloud computer are not necessarily the same. How would you rationalize the two, and where do you see Novell playing in that cloud space with the intelligent workload management strategy? As we talked about before, we see managing your workloads, you should be able to do that anywhere you want. You should be able to consume any compute resources you want, whether they're physical or whether they're virtual or whether they exist outside your environment into a cloud. We see this market of intelligent workload management growing even faster as this adoption of cloud computing capabilities actually starts to take off. As your compute environment becomes more dynamic, as it exists beyond your four walls, the ability to effectively manage that dynamic environment in a compliant fashion becomes more and more important. So we see this emerging market of intelligent workload management as an exciting change, an exciting evolution in the IT space, and we feel Novell really has a lot to offer to them. Sounds like what Novell's doing is positioning itself very well to take advantage of this new wave coming forth with cloud computing and with all the existing technologies and things it has in its portfolio, it seems very well positioned to take some good market share and lead in this category. For us, you know, it's all about, as we've said before, helping our customers make IT work as one. Our goal here is for the IT administrator all the way up to the CIO to feel like they have confidence in their computing environment and they feel like they're being able to deliver the best services that they can to their customers. Just like at Novell, we want to be able to deliver the best products we can to our customers. John, thanks a lot for sitting down and talking to Tom and I about intelligent workload management. I know that we have a bunch of releases coming out next year to support this vision. We'll bring you on the show a couple of times to make us aware of the new releases as they come up. Hey, that's great. I'm really looking forward to it. Perfect. Thank you, John. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Remember that Novell Open Audio is brought to you by Novell Incorporated. Most of our content is directed by our listener community. So please send us your feedback by email at openaudio at novell.com or by leaving comments on our website at novell.com slash openaudio. That's it for this time. Have a good one.